0: $110 $110 cool and like they shut down that Reebok store like at the the outlets and shit so I was just like ugh fuck and so like I went into Nike and I haven't really bought anything on Nike in a long time because it's just like they're like it's either like real crazy like that like you were showing me or it's like some like oh okay that's whatever you know well
1: don't you have Cortez's
0: yeah, I've been rocking the Cortez's because, yeah. you know, I'm a fucking cholo, but... I saw
1: Monica's friend had Cortezes on, and I was like, damn, like, they look really sick, like, like, I don't know. I but like, it's like,
0: it draws too much attention, like, it's just like, oh, look, look, this is a little, like, cute white boy right here wearing the Cortez's, or whatever, like, and it's just like, oh, okay, and it's just like, sometimes you just want to go out, like, think get whatever, and, like... So i just been wearing my gym shoes everywhere, even like at work, and this is like, oh, this is looking, start- this is starting to look sloppy as fuck, so.
1: That's how I feel when I wear those, like, uh, those Samoas, the white, the white Adidas that have. Uh-huh. I feel like they draw too much attention. Yeah. Like, I was like, they stick out a lot. Like, white shoes stick out a lot. Yeah.
0: It's true, because I was at Walmart the other day, I was, like, picking up, like, lettuce and, like, cheese or whatever. We were making, like, turkey burgers or whatever. Yeah. And, like, this kid in front of me had, like, these all-white, like, Jordans on. And you could tell, like he just wanted, he was just, like just trying to buy like his like condoms, bless you. Yeah, his like condoms to get the fuck out of there, and like, yeah. and like I noticed it, and like I was like, man, those are some clean ass Jordans. He's like, oh okay, yeah, thanks. And I was like, man, like and I was like trying to like, not purposely trying to start a conversation with him, but like he's yeah. just like, like kind of like, oh thanks for like the compliment, but I'm trying to get out of here and fuck my girlfriend, so like, yeah. get the hell out of here, stop talking to me. So like I, I yeah, white shoes do I don't like wearing, plus they get dirty really
1: easily. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't got patience for that shit. Yeah, man. like I
1: look at them I'm like I should clean them because they're dirty right now. But at the same time I, I hate cleaning shoes. I know I feel like I clean this house
0: like enough. Like I don't even clean if I don't clean like my sixty thousand dollar sports car, like I'm not cleaning yeah. like some shoes, but anyways everybody, welcome to episode twelve. We were recording this? Oh yeah.
1: damn. <laughs> I didn't know that,
0: dude. We were talking sneaker gold right there. Damn, I didn't know we (laughs) were recording. (laughs) That's cool. I'll erase that racist comment, like in the editing process. So, don't worry.
1: What did we say? The thing most similar. We don't don't include me. Racist rant. I said something racist. Yeah, uh,
0: no, it's forgotten already. I, I edited it out. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, well, no one has to know your feelings <laughs> about the Cambodian race. Cambodian Americans? Yeah, by the way, shout out to all of uh, Southeast Asia. Apparently, we get a lot of downloads from over there, so shout out to you guys. Wasn't there someone in, like, the Netherlands? Yeah, there's one guy in the Netherlands.
1: That's I'm, cool. I'm
0: assuming he's an Amana Marth fan. Yeah. Dang. And he drinks coffee out of, like, a, a fucking horn.
1: I really want to do a podcast about Black Mile. Dude, we are oh,
0: October see. is coming up, dude. We're going to I th- I think this podcast is going to be like a warm up to our October special cuz yeah. we're going to have like some um, horror movies and ghost stories. It's it's going to be off the chains. I'm really excited for freaking October. I'm just trying to get through this month of September.
1: Yeah. This is like the worst month of the year. Not because it's anything other than like the month that leads up to this is the opening act for October.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just like that opening band you see. Like it's like, oh, all right, just hurry the fuck up so I can get to the good uh, shit. Just get to Slayer already. <laughs> yeah. get to. I'm ready for some pumpkin pie.
1: Oh yes. Yeah,
0: but anyway, I I mean, what? This is like we're officially like done with week one with football. Week one is done, dude. I dude. mean, we still got the fucking boring like Broncos Chargers game Monday night, but I ain't gonna watch that yeah. shit. Yeah,
1: I have some fantasy players, uh, playing in playing the Saints. Saints versus whoever the fuck they're playing.
0: I don't even know, dude. Like, that's how much I don't care about, like, those teams. I know. don't care, dude. I'm
1: bummed the Bears lost in a heartbreaking loss today, so.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. I'll rub your thighs later.
1: That sucks, dude. But, the
0: Cowboys did beat the Giants right yeah. now. So, we are recording this, by the way, like, right after, like, the Cowboys game, so. That's why he's sad, and I'm pretty happy right now.
1: I, you know what? I'm sad, but at the same time, we were expected to lose, and we have a shitty roster, and I'm but you guys did okay though, yeah. Keep... We, okay, you know what? We played the Atlanta Falcons who were in the Super Bowl last year and we played them tight. Yeah. So that gives me a little bit of hope that I feel like we can keep competitive, like, you know, we can keep if we can keep up with Atlanta with like that high power offense. You can keep it with anybody. Yeah. You know, so. As long as we can get a wide receiver or something, I don't know. I'm just
0: happy that like the Patriots lost and then fucking like the the Falcons didn't look like this super beast of a team. So like I I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Also, the
1: the uh, Packers game was really boring. I hate oh the, yeah. I hate the Packers. I felt like the refs were all about giving <laughs> the Packers that W. You
0: know what? Like I saw earlier that like kind of like pissed me off. Like um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was like the Cleveland. Like okay, like I guess there was like a lot of protests like around the league, like players yeah. protesting, which I fully support. Like I almost did that when I was at the McGregor <laughs> fight. Like, I was a. Uh, they were singing the national anthem or whatever, and, like, everybody in the stadium rose, and I was like, I'm just going to kneel down right here. Because we had, like, an aisle seat. Uh. And, like, my girlfriend's like, she hits me on the she's like, just turn the fuck up right now. So, yeah. but, but, anyways, my whole point was, I guess Cleveland, like, they did this whole, like, like Jumbotron Wait, video. Wait, were they, like, stood arms locked with the police? I don't know if they were, but, like, it was, like, this video of, like, how, like, they appreciate America.
1: And, like, but it looked like a bad, like, WWE promo. Like, oh, they were, okay. like... I will say this about Cleveland, though. So, Cleveland players reached out to, like, paramedics, first responders, and, like, police. um, So, all these people. And the police uh, actually came out and, like, protested with the players, too. Oh, okay. So, they, like, kneeled down and, like, locked arms. Oh, that's cool. Was that this week? That was today, yeah. Oh, okay. And this uh, video
0: must have been, like, before
1: all that. Yeah. Because they only showed the video, like, on the Sunday night game. Well... Cleveland took a lot of heat, because Cleveland was, one, they had the first white player to kneel down, yeah. and they had the most, like, almost like their, their entire defense kneel down, so it was kind of like, okay. Well, then I guess I'm not that mad then, because, like, the video they
0: showed, like, it looked like a badly scripted, like, Monday Night Raw promo, like, where, like, they were like, the thing I love about America is the Stars and Stripes look beautiful, like, it was, like, really, like, yeah. like, like pandering to, like, that Trump supporter, like... You're gonna if you're gonna have this national anthem, you better stand up and take off your hat, boy. Yeah. Like, but I, if they did that, then I mean, then I, I'm gonna direct my hate towards something else.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that Cleveland was feeling the heat because they had so many players protesting, oh, okay. and like no other team had that many players protesting. I think by that time, you, if you're playing for Cleveland, you got nothing to lose. So I, I can see that's why. <laughs> that's true. Plus, Cleveland has a really young roster, and I feel like. They know, like, you know what? Like, I'm really young. i would probably end up on the Patriots in two years anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> so, Anyways, my fantasy team sucked this week. What about you, Rosie? I'm winning both of my leagues, but um, uh, there's a chance I might still lose. Depending on how Drew, Drew Brees does, mm-hmm. I might still lose. Cause, he, he's always a stud. Uh, I hate Drew Brees. Man. Yeah. Well, I hate him this year because I don't have him on my team. So. And he wears Wranglers. Does he? And I don't trust anybody that wears Wranglers. I tell you who I don't trust, and you'll probably disagree with me because he's your boy, but Jason Witten has, like, the most fucking, like, terrible <laughs> commercial where he's, like, running around, running routes to country music. Like, I have, no, I don't even know what he's selling. I don't know what that commercial is about, but it, like, fucking <laughs> makes me hate everything in the world all at once. Like, what is he selling? I don't know, but, like, I love Jason Witten.
0: Like, as a player, I don't know where, where, where he is as a person, but, like... It was funny, like, when we were watching the Cowboys game, like, uh. <laughs> it was, I leaned over to my girlfriend and I was like, huh. That's funny. Every, like, Trump supporter fan, like, in that stadium is wearing a Jason Witten jersey. Why the aren't they. One, the one white skill player that they- <laughs> Yeah. Like, why aren't they wearing a Dak jersey or Ezekiel yeah. Elliott or a throwback Emmitt Smith jersey? Huh. That's kind of funny. But, I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. They have more, like, Dan Bailey jerseys out there <laughs> than. <laughs> Dak. Boy, that boy can kick a ball through a field goal. He's a good, he's a good fellow. <laughs>
0: Got buns of steel too, man.
1: <laughs> the bird still out on that Dak Prescott. I don't know about him, man. What does Dak mean? That nah, nah, that's two that's that's only three letters. I don't like it. I don't know. It's freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> you need an American name like Bob.
0: <laughs> it's also three letters. I don't know. But yeah, I'm just I'm super glad the Cowboys won. So Yeah, congratulations, man. Thank you. I just hope we can win. 10 more of those you
1: guys play the Packers later this year
0: so yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
1: be really really rooting for you guys that oh, week. yeah,
0: that, that game that we lost in the playoffs last year like my anxiety has never been so high man. Like Wait,
1: you guys played the Packers last year in the, yeah in the
0: playoffs dude. That's what we remember it went to 33
1: 33 and then like I think so I remember there was a day that I showed up here wearing a Spurs hoodie which is like my neutral way of saying I'm kind of supporting the Cowboys today <laughs> it's Texas <laughs> yeah Today, I'm kind of supporting the Cowboys. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you wore a Pantera shirt. Yeah. But, so. uh, yeah. Anyways, man. Uh. <laughs> Congrats. I hope you guys win week five or whatever you guys, whenever you guys play the, cap, or the uh, Packers. Yeah. I, I do, too. <laughs> Anyways, but I really wanted to touch
0: on this topic because, and I think I texted you, like, mid-week about it, but, like, like it really, like, pissed me off this week. And I hope who like who I'm aiming this at. I hope you're listening to this, because I don't. I don't want to tell you in person. It's not because I'm being like a pussy about it. No. Like I, I'm I'm am all for being like a man and like going up to someone and like Hey, dude. Like you're kind of pissing me off right now, and I want to sell this and talk about it and be cool like at the end of this conversation. But I feel like this person like I can, like I'll talk to them, and they just talk way too much. They're like the sweetest person ever. Like they're cool as hell. Like I have nothing like really that negative to say, but it like pisses me off. But when I'm at the gym, yeah, like I'm just there to fucking like fucking just work out, destroy my body, release my stress, and get the fuck out. Like I even think I see you at the gym sometimes because our schedules is a little bit different. But even then, and you're like my best friend in life, and like I think I literally say hi and like how are you doing? You want to come over later? And like right, that's I'll see ex- you later. yeah, I'll see you later. And that's the extent of our conversation at the gym because it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm like, you know, distressing. You know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to work on these man boobs here. Like, I'm, like, I'm focused. And then like, I feel like when someone comes up to me and talks to me like for like more than like two minutes, like I feel like I'm losing the focus. I'm losing the motivation. Like I'm wasting my time because. I got four dogs I gotta get back home to or like I got you know a girlfriend at home I need you know I yeah. think I'm cheating if I'm like take more than an hour and a half Yeah. it's just like just you know just let me be you know like anybody from the gym like I'm more than willing to say hi to you I'm more than willing to have like a quick conversation with you but like this ain't a nightclub. like yeah. you know this isn't area or uh, area 51 yeah. studio 54 like I'm not <laughs> yeah, tra- yeah, <laughs> studio 51 yeah like I'm not <laughs> trying to like socialize like I'm not trying to conversate but the person I'm talking about, like, I've known him since high school, like, we're cool, we're friends, I guess, but, like, we're not close-close, yeah. but, like, this dude comes up to me all the time, says hi, how are you doing today? You doing okay? Everything good? Nice, man. And then I feel obligated to ask how he's doing, and he's like, yeah, I'm doing good. The sky's blue, the sun's out, uh. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, man. And then, like, I always, like, want to end the conversation, I'm like, all right, man, well, I got to go hit arms yeah, man, you got to make sure you hit arms, man, because, you know, we want to make sure you're parallel, Ish. perpendicular, da-da, and make sure you're inner T. And I am like, all right, man. And, then, like, he just keeps talking and talking and talking and talking. And, then, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, he's being really nice and sweet and helpful and stuff like that. But it's at the same time, it's just like, all right, this conversation ended, like, after, like, hi, how are you doing? Good? Yeah. All right, cool. You have a good workout. But, like, they just keep carrying it on. And the conversation will last, like, 25 30 minutes and it's just like fuck like i've already like lost so much time and it's just like dude like i told him like a couple times i had to make up like lies like hey man i gotta get home man i'm in a hurry and i'm not really in a hurry but like i just want to like get through my workout and and go home you know like i really don't want to like after being like at my job all day and having people yell at me like i really don't really want to socialize like i'm willing to say hi to people i know and stuff but like just, just take a chill pill man but like I was talking to other people at the gym about this too. I'm like, hey man, like am I an asshole for like, you know, kinda like giving this person the third degree? And like, you know what? I noticed that too, man. Like he'll go and like he'll do like one set of dips or something like that for two minutes and go have like a like a twenty, thirty minute conversation with somebody and it's just like it's annoying. you like yeah. you don't want to be an ass that asshole to be like, Hey man, can you f-? in so many words like it's it's like almost an act of aggression, like, hey, I don't respect your time. I'm going to go ahead and waste your time by, like... And the thing is, too, he'll come up to me and, like, I'll say hi, or he'll say hi or whatever, and then five minutes later, he'll, like, come back and be like, hey, how you doing? I just want to say hi again. And it's just like, dude, I don't need you to say hi, like, four times within, like, an hour time span. And you're, I see... You're not going to name drop? I don't want to. I don't, I don't... I don't think I know who you're talking about. I'll point it out next time and see All you right. at the gym. But... Like, if I, if I see you every day, I go to the I try to go to the gym, like, at least, like, once a day, like, seven days a week or whatever. If I see you every single day or at least, like, six times a day or six times a week, like, I don't need to say hi to you, like, 35 times and ask, like, how your life's going on. Like, at this point, like, if I'm not asking my best friend in the whole wide world all these questions, and maybe I'm just a fucking asshole, I don't know, but, like, please, like...
1: I, I, like, Dude, the gym is not the place to catch up with people. No, it's I, not. I see that all the time, and it, it just really annoys me when I see people doing it. Where it's like, I get it if you go and like you're there with your spotting partner or whatever. Like I get that, but if you're just there to like talk and like sit on the bench press and like talk to someone about like how their kids are doing or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, that's like it drives me crazy. Cause a lot of times, like I never want to be that douchebag. that's like, hey man, you done with this? But, like, I see that so much where, like, you have that one dude with, like, the Beats headphones. And he's just sitting there, like, on his, like, taking selfies. That's the other guy at the gym that I fucking hate. The guy that takes, like... Oh, God. Hashtag pumping Iron. And it's just like, oh, man, like, can I actually use that, you know? Yeah, like, I'm trying
0: to, like, sweat. I'm trying to, like... Like I said, like, I'm really, like, trying to, like, be here for a purposeful meeting. Like, if you want to hang out with me, like... Hit me up later, man. Hit me up on Facebook at DJacobPixson. Or, you know, man. like, just hit me up. Like, hey, like, you want to watch the Cowboys game? Yeah, come come by and we'll watch it or whatever. But, like, if I'm at the gym I'm trying to handle business, like, don't sit there and, like, start... And not only that, like, don't start a meaningless conversation with me. Like, if it has meaning, like, hey does north korea scare you like fuck yeah north korea scares the shit out of me north korea
1: scared the shit out of me this week yeah
0: like that's a real conversation (laughs) but don't come and ask me six different times within a span of one hour Uh how am i doing if i'm good at fucking hour at the beginning of the hour i'm still okay 30 minutes later i'm still good 10 minutes later don't keep don't keep checking and then okay here's the kicker dude and I noticed it. It's like almost like a jealous girlfriend. I've been kind of like giving him a third degree, like, "Oh hi," and then just keep walking or whatever. And like he's like, "Oh hey, how are you doing?" And it's like, "No, bye," you know. <laughs> and like he's kind of getting, like I could tell he's getting his feelings hurt or whatever. And I'm like, "Uh, like you're thirty years old, man. You shouldn't be getting your feelings hurt at this point in time. Like you should be aware that, oh, okay, Jacob doesn't want to talk to me right now. But like giving me like that jealous girlfriend side eye, like." Eh. You're over there talking, like, because I'll see, like, our mutual friend Greg over there. And yeah. I'll be like, hey, Greg, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm pretty good. Oh, I don't
1: know who you're talking about now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, son. And then and that's it, man. And all of a sudden, I'll see this other guy, the, the guy that in question. Yeah. He'll look at me, and it's almost like I'm, like, it's like my girlfriend looking at me, like, oh, uh-huh. you'll talk to him, but you won't talk to me. Yeah. And it'll be, like, that side eye. And it's just like, dude, now you're making it uncomfortable. Yeah. Now i got to change the gyms.
1: Damn, dude. And it's just like, dude, like... Did they... Wait, really quickly, did they, did they uh, close down the body exchange downtown? Not that I know of. I, someone posted on Facebook that they did, and I was like, well, I hope not, because that's my favorite body exchange.
0: Me too, because it's like, there's no one there, and fucking, like... You, there's, like, all these separate rooms you can yeah, go in. I love
1: that one. I wish... God damn it, I wish it was closer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far away from us,
0: but at the same time, it is, like, you gotta take the freeway.
1: Yeah. It's probably this From my house, it's probably the same distance. Yeah. But, um... Anyway, sorry, I made an interrupt. No, you're fine. I just wanted to say that, like, man,
0: like, dude, if you're listening, like, no offense, not personal, but just, like, dude, like, one high is sufficient, and, hey, does North Korea scare you? Fuck yeah, it scares me. End the conversation. Hey... I really want to catch up. You mind it like if we go hang out at Taco Bell? Yeah, on my cheat day, we'll go hang out at Taco Bell or something like that. That's cool. But if I'm at the gym handling business, like politely, can you please, like, fuck the hell off? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Fuck that guy. All right. Now that that's out of the way,
0: now that I've exercised that demon, and speaking of demons, this is probably an appropriate uh, Uh,
1: segue. Some uh, demonology.
0: Yeah. So this the topic for this week uh, is uh, Sir Alistair Crowley. Yeah. So a
1: hero, American hero, British hero. Well, I don't think he's American. he's a British the, British. the
0: most evil man according to the British press. Yeah, so, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like I'm like Ozzy Osbourne. Like I'm like why why were you so admired? He's
1: so, cool, man. I he's guess. Cool. I don't know.
0: But anyways, we're gonna get into that topic. Um, but before we do, uh, we got a sponsor. So uh, hang tight and listen to our, our first official sponsor's uh, commercial. Hey, what's going on? Hey, this is fucking Milkweed from the Mercado Latino at the Cholo Wear Mart. Hey? hey, we're sponsoring this podcast with Arturo and Jacobo. And we just want to give a shout-out to the homies
1: in East Bakersfield, eh? This is the brown recruits, man. Rocking the Cortez's. Got the mad deals from them. I don't know what the, the cholo wear, Marty. Cholo wear, We got luchadores Max. We got Mazapan, that's Mexican candy for
0: the for the little ones. Yeah, man. And let me ask you a question, man. Are you sick of going to the Bali Plaza and like overpaying for your Dickies? Always going on Amazon and not being able to find your Ben Davises in your size. Always getting those little pendejo socks that don't even go up to your your calves. Are you tired of that? I'm hella sick of that, man. Hey, fuck that, eh? So, hey, check it out, man. We got our own shop now at Mercado Latino, called Cholo Wear Mart. And you got all the flyest Cholo wear, man. We got the Dickies. We got the Ben Davis. We even got that one shirt with Bugs Bunny and Taz where they're looking all cholo, cholo, eh? So, we got
1: those at reasonable prices, homes. They got the... Hey, I got everything, man, from, from your Ruka to your Abuelita, man. Just come on down, man.
0: Hell yeah, my fucking Abuelita, she said, the money's in the back, eh? Oh, hell yeah, man. See, even said the sweet ones and the ones with the banana leaf. Like, oh, that's. That's a different race <laughs> <laughs> No, but check it out man, we're inclusive and stuff man We're like, liber- libertarians or something, you we're, know? We're rocky, man Oh yeah man So, hey, if you're trying to get some corteses too, we got them in every color man And even for your quince, if you're having a quince and you need like a special color Hey, the homie Raul, he'll customize them for you, huh? Oh yeah man, that's for the raza Yeah man, we got everything too, we got your looks. Uh, you know we even got those all white tees all the blue tees all the bandanas we got three flowers on oh what a lace we... hey, a fishnet and we even got those little combs that you put like on your finger oh, they're is. like i think they're dog combs but hey man the homies the homies use them to pull their hair back you know what i'm saying so hey check it out hey if you mentioned that you heard this commercial uh, on the Arturo and Jacobo podcast, hey, we'll hook you up with a 10% discount. How you feel about that, bro? Hey,
1: I feel really good, man. I feel really, really good about 10%. You say 10%? 10%, 10% eh?
0: Goddamn,
1: man. That's a, almost a five-finger discount. Eh, and the reason why we can do it is because everything fell off a truck, eh? <laughs> Don't tell no one. Don't tell your abuelita.
0: Eh, keep that on the download, eh? But anyways, y'all have fun, and if you need, just remember if you need anything, come to Cholo Wear Mart at the back of the Mercado Latino
1: and get a free tent job on your lowrider. Hell, hell yeah, man. And if you come tomorrow, I'll hook you up with the new Mr. Caponi CD. That's Caponi with an E. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a long song. <laughs> I already messed up. I already oh, we're recording already. See, my little.
0: Are they speaking in Latin? I
1: don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> this kind of sounds like a Western. I feel like they're a big Flat um, Savage ripoff. A little bit.
0: My only problem with Ghost is it's like, it sounds too forced. Like, hey, we're, we're trying to be evil here. Yeah. You know, and it's like, ah, all right. Every once in a while, like, I do like this song. It sounds like, what's that one song that, Knights um, of Cydonia, where, like, who sings that song? Oh, um, Muse? Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. Uh, I like it, yeah, it, It's kind of got like that, like, I can, like, shake my hips to it kind of thing, like that Gunther... <laughs> oh yeah <It's- laughs>
1: but I do dig that like, like
0: devilish ass fucking like beginning though so
1: yeah I like the intro a lot like yeah, it's, it's a good song it's, yeah, it's like people. it's like an like ancient
0: rituals about to like happen yeah. or something <laughs> like that yeah. which is appropriate because we're going to be talking about Aleister Crowley so yeah or Crowley I should say because when I was doing my research for this like um, I guess one of the big things is like I thought it was Crowley was, I did too apparently because I mean the, the Ozzy Osbourne song and yeah. like I guess like a lot of like
1: uh You would know he's British. British.
0: Well, I mean Ozzy's, like half retarded though too yeah, so, I true. mean how 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 much faith can I like give Ozzy, you know? But a ton. <laughs> a ton of faith. But I guess like that was a big thing. Like like a lot of biographers like on Alistair Crowley they would be like, And you gotta make sure you say his name right and it's Crowley, like like the bird Crow. Not Crowley because Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> like oh, really? A lot, yeah, a lot of them would like make a point of saying that like right off the top, like it gave his, like, f- like full name, which was, like, Edward James almost. Yeah, Alistair I would say, like, Crowley. Alistair
1: Crowley isn't even his real name, is it? No. Yeah.
0: I don't know what it is, but it's some big old long, like, elaborate, like, okay. British-ass name or whatever.
1: Edward Alexander Crowley. Okay, yeah. Born in 18-whatever. And somehow that turned into Alistair. Yeah. But
0: anyways, guys, if you guys never heard about Alistair Crowley, like, apparently, uh, back, in the ter- back in the turn of the uh, 1900th century... Uh, was considered one of the most evilest men alive. Yes. Or the most evil. They called him effectively The
1: wickedest man alive. There you the go. The Great Beast 666. There you go. And apparently he's uh, Barbara Bush's dad. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Honestly, like, that was one of the things that, like, really, like, got me into him. But one of the reasons I wanted to do this topic is because... Um, there was nothing about him like you know like sometimes i'll go on podcasts and like i'll check out like oh, i'm really interested in this topic i want to see what people are saying about this on a podcast yeah and i found nothing about him at all like no podcast was talking about him uh-huh. there was only one that i found and they were they brought up um just like a cult like cultish practices or whatever it was actually a podcast about the west memphis street which is like uh um, these kids that, like, committed murders. Well, actually, they didn't even commit the murders, but they they were, like, they would wear, like, Marilyn Manson shirts and stuff like that. So they were just like, you guys did it. You guys are those devil worshippers. Oh, wow. And then they were like, one of you guys owns a Alistair Crowley book, so, like, you guys definitely did it. Oh, wow. So, like, that was their court case against them. Did they so, get off or no? Um, yeah. They actually made a movie about it, um, about how, like, like, before they even went to trial like the city was already like sold that they were the killers like so like everyone in the town was like no we know them they listen to all that heavy metal music and like they listen to that Marilyn Manson and Marilyn Manson's a devil worshipper and like they play Dungeons and Dragons and like that's an occultish game and Uh one of them owns an Alistair Crowley book and like they own knives and like so they were like they were basically goth kids yeah so like yeah like did they that ever was, find out who really was doing the murders? Um, I don't think so. It was a chicken You're fucker. You're me on spot. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably have done more research on ah, that. We'll get into it in October. That's a different That's a different story for a different day. Yeah, so... But, yeah, I really want to talk about this guy, because he's just an interesting fellow.
0: Yeah, and, um, I, I, I know, like, me being a big music nerd, like, a lot of musicians, like the Beatles, uh, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page, um, Ozzy, of course, has a song called Mr. Crowley, um... You know, like you you hear his name. You know, he's on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club*. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, who is this guy? And I think the first um, introduction, like I had to him, was when I was a kid. Um, my cousin was married to this my my cousin's mom, who's also my cousin as well. She's not my aunt, but she's like my mom's cousin twice removed. Or whatever. ah, we're not gonna get into that. But anyways, um, she was married to a priest, and like they had this library and. Uh, you can check out books or movies too but they were all like Christian books and movies and stuff and there was this one where it like it said Hell's Bells The Dangers of Rock and Roll and it was like this like four set like you know VHS like video thing and it was like and like it did the opposite of like scaring me away from like metal music or whatever it like made me really interested in like metal music and like Metallica Slayer and like stuff but they got really into like how like Led Zeppelin you know they would like um, you know, have their records play backwards, and the Beatles as well. And then they talked about like um, their end their interest. I guess John Lennon was really interested in um, Aleister Crowley, and so was Jimmy Page. And they were talking about they go into like uh, detail about you know who Aleister Crowley was, and I guess like he was this mountaineer, and he did like all these like occult practices, and you know spell practice spells and um, uh, ancient. Um, What what, what's uh, rituals and stuff and um, I guess they said that like you know that's what inspired you know these musicians but I guess a lot of it like doing my research was like the reason why you know a lot of these you know late 60s early 70s like musicians were attracted to him because he really inspired like the counterculture that was going on in that time I guess he had something in one of his books that that said like do what thou wilt which was kind of like the catalyst for like you know the counterculture movement in the 1960s where if it feels good just do it like I guess like Timothy Leary, um, you know that Harvard professor who was famous, you know, for like getting his students high on LSD. You know, he's like, "Hey, I'm just continuing the practices of Aleister Crowley." You know, I guess we would uh, he would take uh, you know these experimental drugs and um, you know give them to his friends and then document what people were doing. And um, at the time, you know, that was very controversial. But um, yeah, I guess that's where. My beginnings of it started just you know being introduced to like this Christian movie that was supposed to scare me away from heavy metal, but kind of like drew me into it more. So
1: yeah. What about uh, for me? It's it started off. I've always been really into like just uh, the fringier stuff, as you could probably tell from earlier podcasts. Yeah. And um, he owns his mansion is right off the lake. Like, the the shores of, like, Loch Ness. So, um, and then I found that Jimmy Page bought it, and, um, that's really what got me interested in him, just because when he, when he goes through, like, because he starts off as a, this, like, really, like, regular-ass magician kind of thing. He's, like, a spoiled brat who just wants to get into, like...
0: Like yeah, that's the thing too, practices. like, when
1: I was, like, reading up for this topic, like,
0: he came from this very affluent family, you know, and they're very devout Christian and stuff like that, yeah. and I guess he totally, like, rebelled against that.
1: Yeah, so, you know, he was, when he was, like, in college or something, he was part of this, like, fraternity that was, like, about magic, and then it, when he realized, like, this is fucking stupid, I'm gonna, like, dive into, like, real magic, and, like... I don't know if you, like, how much you looked into it, but that's when he started diving into this thing called sex magic, and that's when it gets really dark and really creepy, because he starts, like, uh, that's when he starts having, like, sex with animals and, like, all this, like, Oh, well, yeah,
0: stuff. I did read something about that. I guess um, there was something to do with, like, children as well.
1: I don't think it... Really? I
0: don't think I I mean, I saw it just, like, on one uh, site, like, where, like, this is... It didn't say specifically that he was doing it, but, like, the the things that he was looking at, um, like, some of the practices involved, like, you know, pedophilia and stuff like that, so that's some of the orders because I guess yeah. he belonged to like he belonged to like the Freemasons he belonged to like a lot of these like okay. secret societies and things and like one of them like one of their big things was like they couldn't have confirmed that he was a part of these practices yeah. of, with children or whatever but like that that set that he was affiliated with yeah. it'd be like if you were like with the crips or whatever and like their big thing was like hey man you gotta fuck a little boy man and be in this fucking group yeah
1: but like they, there's no hard evidence that he did it but he was in that group Dang. That's crazy. One of the things that, like, always throws me off about, um, when people bring up, like, Satanism and, like, like, the Hollywood elite is really Satanic, and there's, like, you know, like, Pizzagate. We'll probably do a Pizzagate episode one day. Yeah. But, um, um, like, this is, this is the thing that trips me out about it. Because there's, like, certain, like, laws, like, you know, kind of like the Ten Commandments for, like, the Christians have. Yeah. Like, so, like, the, the Satanic... Bible has its own, like, Ten Commandments thing, so it's, like, you know, it has some that are, like, um, do, like, if someone, if someone hurts you, like, look the other way, if someone hurts you again, destroy them, like, that's, that's your thing, so, like, that's one of them, but one of, like, the, like, the ones that they live by is, like, um, like, under no circumstances can you ever hurt a child, like, that's one of the things that, like, if you hurt a child, like, you're, like, the lowest of the low, because, like, 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 you only you only face like your you're like you're like equal in life like like so if you if you kill a man you kill a man because you're a man because you killed a man like if you kill a child you you're like the lowest of the low because you're not a child anymore like if you sexually abuse a child like you're the lowest of the low because you like like move wow. uh, uh, downward like you're like you have to like look your best you have to like act your best. Cause like that's what Satan wants from you. Cause like you, you can't fuck with like lower, like a lower life form, like a child. Oh like, wow! You have to like, you're you're equal, or like you have to like for higher. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like that's one of the things like that throws me off whenever I hear like all that. Like that's not that doesn't sound satanic at all to me. Like that's something else. Like that's yeah. just like pedophile. More shit. evil. Yeah. Like there's something else in there, but. Well,
0: I think too. I mean. And I know, like, there's going to be some religious people that are listening to this as well. And I have, like, a pretty thick religious background. I think they'll just say, like, okay, that's just institutionalized Satan, Satanism, you know, like, by the book Satanism. then there's, like, a whole eviler set of it where it's just, like, true, you know, like, the devil. Like, where it's not even, like, a religion or organized or anything. It's just, like, you know, that's just Satanic. But And I think, yeah, I mean, if... If that is true, what he did, you know, or some of the groups that he was affiliated with, then okay, yeah, I can see, you know, if, if, if the
1: Church of Satan won't even fuck yeah. with that, then yeah, you are the wickedest man. Yeah, I no, There's things that the Church of Satan didn't fuck with. Yeah. So, like, one of the big things that he does— you know What's crazy is, real quick, not to, like, uh,
0: throw you off here, but, like, one of his disciples— uh-huh. um,
1: Help start the Church of Satan with Anton LaVey. I I read that. So it was like, whoa, dude, like... Yeah, he definitely fucks with things that, like, are very taboo, even in, like, the satanic. So he practices... He does, like, this giant, like, ritual when he's living in that mansion. Yeah. So th- I'm pretty sure you've read about this one. Yeah, like, and that was the
0: whole point of buying that mansion was that it was, like, this, like, six-month, like, yeah. ritual to it's, open up, like, a gate to hell
1: or something like that. So, yeah, so it, it's kind of, like, your own personal, like, gate to hell. That you're, it, and it takes six months to do, and it's, like, an intense ritual. And um, I guess he quit after three months. He was just, like, yeah. I'm done. Like, I redid did it. And everyone was, like, no, you're doing it wrong. Like, yeah. And, like a lot of people will tie that into his downfall because they're kind of like like it's supposed to be such an intense ritual that you'll never recover from it and that's actually got what got me interested in the Loch Ness Monster because it's supposed to release like demons and you're supposed to be able to see like these demons or whatever so I've always thought like what if he actually released a demon and that's what people see in the lake oh wow and so I always thought that I didn't really I I didn't make that connection yeah that's what I wanted to like bring up where I was like you know what like people always see like strange creatures in the water and And what's crazy about that is is
0: you said yeah because I did read that he never finished the ritual and then like like, because you're supposed to after the ritual is done I guess you're supposed to banish everything back to hell or whatever any evil spirits that came you're supposed to banish them back to hell like that's the that's the second half of it but they're saying, like, he left, like, that portal open. Yeah. And, like, that mansion is like, had, like, a
1: lot of bad luck, they yeah. said. Even after Jimmy Page bought it. Yeah. By the way, we should have mentioned that Jimmy Page bought it. No, you did earlier. Oh, so. I did? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, Jimmy Page buys it, lives there, and, like, rebuilds it, like, brings it back back. And then, like, it burns down or something. Yeah. Like that, after he spends, like, millions rebuilding it. Because so. I guess whoever bought it after Jimmy
0: Page, they turned it into a hotel. And I guess, like, there was, like, this period of peace or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I guess recently it just, like, burned to the ground, like, randomly.
1: Yeah. I want to visit it one day. It is kind of cool to me. It's interesting yeah. to me. Just for, like, the idea of Loch Ness and, like, the fact that his mansion's there or whatever. So, Which is... I never... That's, like, just... <laughs> that
0: interests me the, the hell right, right now because... Yeah. Originally, like, when I was, like, texting you, I was like, hey, dude, what do you want to do the, the podcast on this week? I mean, we got football starting up. I mean, we can we can talk about food or fucking customer service stories or whatever. But, yeah. like, you're like – and I just started throwing shit out there. And I was like, I don't know, Loch Ness Monster maybe. And I kind of just said that just kind of being a dick just to, like, get a reaction out of you. Right. And you're like, actually, that sounds like an amazing <laughs> idea. So I started, like, nerding out, like, at work. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, the Loch Ness Monster, what could it be, da-da-da-da. And then, like, you brought up, like, well, I do want to bring up, like, about Aleister Crowley and, you know, Led Zeppelin and, like, all that influence. And I was like, actually, that sounds better. But I didn't never put the two and two together other than, like, oh, yeah, you had a house over by Lake Loch Ness.
1: Yeah, that was one of the things that, like, um, some people think that. Some people think that it's, like, a supernatural creature that people are seeing in the waters. And that's why you don't see it in, like, um, sonar or, you know actually you know what Uh, did you know that google earth i was doing a mapping you know how they like map the earth or whatever they do a shot and if you google this uh you could just type in like google earth Loch Ness monster there's like a giant thing that it captures like moving through the water and it's almost like the size of a whale but they don't know they know they don't know how to explain it they think that maybe it's like a ship or something that they weren't able to capture on film or something but it looks huge it looks like the size of a whale like underneath the water which it could be, you know, just to play the devil's, not to,
0: no pun intended, the devil's advocate here. Yeah. Um, fucking, which it could be because like when you look at, because I googled it too, googled uh, Lake Loch Ness when I uh, was doing my Loch Ness monster research. And um, um, it, it spills out, it's like basically like a little like, body of water that spills out back into the sea. So, I mean, it is possible that, like, sea creatures, you know, could go in there, get stuck in the little, like, peninsula, yeah. and then, you know, find its way back out, you know. And another theory was, you know, it's a uh, ancient dinosaur or something. Yeah. Something or like rivers.
1: that. But, um... And that's possible, too. Like, yeah, it is. I, I could see that, you know, depending on how much that animal eats, and if, like, you know, like, large animals, like a, like a whale, like, it mostly survives on plankton. So, like... You know, we kind of have like the idea that a large animal would have like a bear. You know, would have to like eat like the corpse of a deer to survive. You know, yeah. But you know, whales don't. Whales survive on eating plankton. So maybe it eats off like maybe it's a vegetarian animal. <laughs> and it's just eating leaves or something. The moss of Scotland. Yeah, maybe it's surviving on moss. I don't know. Oh, it's possible.
0: I like that. I, I like your. I like your theory though that maybe he so left the, the portal open creature? and it's just a fucking demonic pletiosaur or whatever
1: (laughs) yeah that's actually okay so that was one of the first things that got me into like who this guy was and so i was like oh man so he's kind of tied into loch ness and then he moves to egypt like with his wife and like they start conducting another ritual like inside of a pyramid yeah and he gets like i guess apparently he gets a hold of his guardian angel or whatever like that instructs him to write some book or something like that the book of the law yeah so then that's where the book of the law comes from and the Book of the Law is, like, trippy as fuck. Because, like, the, if you ever read the Book of the Law, you would expect him to have, like, really dark, like, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel dark. It actually feels, like, really uplifting. Like, to the point where he says, like, don't believe anything I'm telling you. Like, I want you to go out, like, make sure that I'm right. Like, I want you to go and live this so you can know that I'm not lying to you. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I feel like that takes balls to say something like yeah. that. And that's what they were saying, too, like when I was
0: doing my research, like, why are all these, like, you know, musical artists, like, it's so attracted to this guy? Because if he's the evilest guy ever, he belongs to these groups that are, you know, doing rituals to, like, you know, fucking open portals to hell and stuff like that, like, uh, or raping kids or whatever. Like, why would, you know, John Lennon, who was all about peace, love, and all this shit, like, yeah, like, why would, he, why would he be attracted to someone like that, but...
1: I, I get that. That's what they pointed back to. Is like when he wrote that book. Yeah, the book of the law. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like his like crown achievement. Like it's like literally because he also wrote poetry. Yeah. His poetry is kind of whack. <laughs> I just, like I was really hoping I would get into his poetry, but I think his poetry is kind of weak. Maybe it's like Tupac, where
0: it's just like okay, I love <laughs> He's Tupac. ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, I love his music, and you know, I think it's like probably the purest form of like hip hop art. But like when I bought that book, like the rose that, that grew from the concrete, like yeah. the like where's a bunch of like Tupac's poems. I remember just being like kinda of disappointed, like, oh yeah. okay, maybe I'm just dumb and don't get these. But then like when I you know, later on when the internet came about and I start looking this stuff up,
1: like, oh okay, it's it's not that great. Tupac, great musician, pretty good actor. I don't know what's what poetry. Yeah. I, so maybe like that's what that was. Yeah. Alistair Crowley. Pretty good public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> nice bald head. Handsome devil. No, he's a
0: weird looking dude. Which, okay, what I want to get into too, because there was a theory that he was actually the the father of Barbara Bush. Yeah. And Bro-Pro. they put like a side-by-side profile yeah. of like Barbara Bush like now or maybe like 10 years ago. But, I mean, she's pretty much been 80 years old the last mm-hmm. like 30 years. But yeah. uh, they put like a picture of him at towards the end of his life and then like a Kurnish picture of Barbara Bush, and they look almost exactly
1: alike. Yeah, I heard I heard about that, because that's, obviously he comes from wealth, and he did have a daughter, and so it would be, he would be Barbara Bush's grandfather, right? No, father, because father? here's the thing, I guess,
0: um, Barbara Bush's mom um, was married, and she went over to England eight months before she gave birth to Barbara, or nine months, I guess, to, before she gave birth to Barbara, and um, at that time frame that, that they were saying is, um, you know, Barbara Bush's mom was, like, into some freaky, like, swinger shit. Fuck, oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> I, that, which was what Aleister Crowley was, and at that time, you know, like you said, did sex magic. Yeah. And so she comes back from England, and then, you know, eight, nine months later, she has Barbara. And, which makes sense, too, because they were saying... That, you know, like the Bushes and the Clintons and stuff, like they're a part of all these like secret fraternities and secret yeah. like, like society clans and stuff, the, the Masons and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what Crowley was all about. Yeah. He, 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 he achieved like the highest level. Like I guess they said if you were to like write down all of his achievements in the Masons, like it would take oh. up five pages, like five straight pages of books. But my whole point is, like, okay, like, the Clintons and, you know, the Bushes, the Bush family, and, like, where they all come from, you know, they're all, like, affiliated, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, which would make sense that, you know, she would be affiliated with Alistair Crowley at this time. Yeah. And so I guess she comes back to America and has
1: Barbara Bush, and he has she has George and... W W and Jeb. Jeb. Actually, now that you mention it, Jeb looks like Alistair Crowley. Like, if you shaved his head... <laughs> I Like, I just pulled up a picture and I was like, I can see that. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. And okay. then I try to, like,
0: I because I always try to, like, get the other side of it. And I guess, like, somebody tried to say that it was uh, April Fool's joke. An elaborate April Fool's joke. Yeah. But, like, I mean, usually, like, okay, like, when you hear, like, an April Fool's joke or whatever, it's not, I mean, it's not that detailed... You know, or you can find like a flower, like the dates don't match or whatever, but apparently like there's a lot of fact to it, which, you know, goes back to our conspiracy theories. It can't be proven that it's false, but it can't be proven true either, so
1: Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know where I heard that from, but I definitely oh um, I heard about InfoWars. Info Wars. <laughs> now there's a youtube channel, Shut Out Shut Out Time. There's a YouTube channel called Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. Uh-huh. And I think I heard about that from them. Huh. But,
0: I mean, even if it's not true, I mean, it's fun to speculate.
1: Yeah, definitely. Damn, I wish I would have looked more into that, because that was actually... I heard about that, and I thought that was pretty interesting, but then I was like, oh, probably not true. Eh. But at the same time, like, also the Loch Ness Monster is probably not true as well, <laughs> yeah. so we spent some time... But it, it it's interesting to know. Yeah. I mean... I guess technically we're just talking about what makes this guy so interesting.
0: So yeah, know, I mean, you, so far you got hit were his okay to to do a callback to like uh, your footprint, you know, with the the hip hop one that we did. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to bring that that, that back. Um, his footprint's everywhere. You know, the Church of Satan, he had a hand in, you know, start helping inspire that. Yeah. Timothy Leary, the drug culture, he had a hand inspiring that, the whole counterculture yeah. of the 1960s, you know, with, you know, John Lennon and people like that. Uh, that you know, the time frame where um 80s metal like was really like starting to be like satanic, a lot of those artists like he was the inspiration for that. Like, okay, you if you want to take it to the conspiracy route, you know, he's you know, the Bush family, you know, he's a part of that.
1: Like, he's his his footprints and like all these different things, dude. I wish, lock would... this monster, too. <laughs> yeah, I wish, cryptozoology. I would... We gotta do a whole cryptozoology episode Hell in yeah. October, yeah, but um. But, um yeah, I wish I would have looked more into his ties into John Lennon. Because John Lennon's one of those dudes that was, like, a huge fan of his. Uh-huh. And, like, even, you know that album cover where, like, him and Yoko are, like, completely naked on the cover? Oh, yeah, he's, like, cuddled up next to Yoko all butt naked and shit? Yeah, like, that's supposed to be, like, their their interpretation of sex magic. Oh, wow. So, like, you could tell, like, it was an influence. And then, obviously, he's on the cover of Sgt. Pepper. And then yeah. you bring up sex
0: magic. The, the first thing that pops into my mind is the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, the
1: Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah, I didn't. Really, I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah. You're Right. Yeah. And just really quickly, in case anyone's wondering what sex magic is, it's supposed to be kind of like, like anything you do is like with passion, like that's how magic should be done. And so he's saying like humans, because it's such an like innate feature in a, in a human's body. Like when people have sex, people become really passionate, and so he tries to achieve that like level of concentration and intensity, and eventually he starts having sex with animals and multiple, multiple humans, and uh, yeah, it starts getting pretty freaky. So um, that's basically what sex magic is. So, uh, I guess it, I guess it kind of evolves as, as time goes on, but. There's actually like Modern day practices Of sex magic That are a lot more tame Than what he was doing Cause he was doing Some pretty freaky shit um, Anyways um, Anyways Yeah that's, that's sex magic Sorry You should, you should probably Let the kids <laughs> Not listen to this episode <laughs> I was like Freaking out
0: I know me too So uh, You probably got to This awkward part Of the, the podcast Where we got <laughs> silent Or whatever But Art started talking about sex magic and my computer stopped charging, even though it was like directly like
1: plugged into the wall, which is kind of creepy. Yeah. So like, Jacob's trying to fix it, and I'm like trying to talk about sex magic at the same time, and I'm like, oh, should I stop talking? Should I just continue rambling? I'm just I nah, got, got kind of weird. So. Yeah, no,
0: I, I I'm gonna blame Satan on that one, but Shout not out. today, Satan.
1: Shout out to our sponsor, Satan. No,
0: fuck that. <laughs> Get out of here get away Satan no not today but anyways um, another thing that I was looking at too like when I was uh, researching it okay like oh shit I burped there real quick is um, a mountaineer like and I was like what the fuck is a mountaineer Uh so I guess like he was really into um, you know like climbing like the highest peaks or whatever and stuff like that and I was just like well that's kind of odd because you're into like all these like you know like practices and stuff and then like over here, you're, like, really into, like, nature and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I started looking into that. Like, why would he, you know, be into, you know, climbing mountains and hanging out with Sherpas and shit like that? And then I was like, okay, which makes sense because when you talk about, like, Satanism or when people talk about Satanism, they – the first thing, like, they talk about – because I had a friend, like, when I was going to BC um, who was, like, really trying to get into, like, the Church of Satan and stuff. Yeah. and like he knew me and my family and so like that's why he was like telling me this because like he thought he was going to shock me about it or whatever because I was like the religious family and I was like well what what's drawing me to it and he goes he goes the fact that it's just about being nature you know it was just about getting in touch with nature and you know it's just the natural order of things and I was just like
1: yeah,
0: I was trying to, like when I was reading that like about him being a mountaineer an accomplished mountaineer or whatever and I was like huh Maybe he had because, like I said, he it was. I forgot the guy. I'd have to Google it right now. Yeah. But I'm kind of being lazy right now about it. But like him and that 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 guy was like one of his like disciples or whatever. Like that disciple got with Anton LaVey and they started the Church of Satan. Yeah. And like their big thing was, you know, this is nature. This is how you know the you know law you know natural law is supposed to take
1: effect. And maybe that had a big influence on it as well. Yeah, so. nature is a big part of uh, like the Church of Satan. Um, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, <laughs> but uh, like, technically, like the Church of Satan shouldn't have churches, like that you go attend, because nature is the Church of Satan. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's part of another one of those like satanic rules. That's like, when you're in nature, you're in the house of Satan.
0: And what's crazy <laughs> about that? Uh, bringing it back to like that Loch Ness. the the mansion that he bought on uh, Lake Loch Ness is that um, he wanted like I guess one of the biographers you know that was talking about it they were saying that he wanted something that was secluded in nature something that you know had a lot of um, uh, you know trees and you know like and lush greenery or whatever to perform like that six month ritual
1: yeah so yeah that sounds about right yeah that sounds like him yeah (laughs) that crafty devil yeah that devil but yeah, I mean, th- those are things that he could afford because his family was really rich. So like he was, he went through a time period where um, he was like traveling the world and climbing mountains, and he went to that really like what's that school like Cambridge or something? Yeah. So he no, went, I think it was Oxford. Oxford? Mean, okay, yeah. It was like, so like his classmates were like Bram Stoker, the guy that drove, like. Really? Yeah, like his classmates were all like super like, like wealthy kids too, and like, like. They were all in that fan club of like they were all into magic. Like Bram Stoker was like his rival almost. And like cuz they were both like big nerds and they both were like into magic and stuff. And like they were both writers. Obviously, like Bram Stoker became more famous. Right, Dracula. ran the Dracula book. And um like people don't really know the book, the 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 Alistair books. But um yeah. So, like, even Alistair Crowley poetry sucks, so. But, um, but, um, yeah, like, when he left, when he left those guys behind, because he was, that's, you know, his crew, that was his old school, like, hangout crew, and he goes, you guys suck, your guys' magic (laughs) is, like, weak, and that's when he started his own. Sounds like an
0: episode of Dragon Ball Z or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy
1: when you see how well, like, like, these are, like, big names, you know, like, that he was rolling with, and, like, I don't know. Sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's, just, it's it's crazy to see, like, these big... It's, I would compare it to, like, Game of Thrones. Okay. Where it's, like, you have, like, these families, and they're, like, connected to other families, and, like, like kind of like British royalty almost, because they're going to, like, these elite schools, and then, like, it doesn't seem that far-fetched that he would be related to Barbara Bush somehow. Because, yeah. like, you know, obviously her family is really well off. And so, like, when I heard that, yeah. I was like... He might, he might be her dad. It's possible.
0: Well, I mean, it would make sense too because, and I'm, I'm just like you know, this is all tinfoil right here. But like when I think about it, okay, like you talk about generational curses, and when you do researches, research on Crowley, like he is big on curses. Like I guess, like on his deathbed, um, he cursed his doctor, and his doctor died. I guess like a week later or something like that because. He, yeah, some, something like I forgot what the reason why, but he got pissed off like in his last like hour, like the doc his bedside doctor or whatever and he cursed him and that, that doctor like died, died soon after that. But anyways talking about generational curses and then the Alistair Crowley. Um you look at like the whole Bush family, you know, like starting with, you know, the Reagan administration, you know, where his dad uh the first George Bush, you know, he was the vice president, then he became president, like everything like the just the seeds of that, like it's just like the decay, you know, like it starts with Reagan, like, yeah, if you're rich or whatever, like you're doing okay, but if you're poor, then you're a fucking, like, you're a piece of shit, you know, that trickle-down, that whole trickle Reaganomics trickle-down effect or whatever, and then, you know, you see, like, the war that took place with the Persian Gulf with the first, you know, George Bush, and, you know, the economy took a tank, which opened the door for, like, Ross Perot and Bill Clinton to come in, you know, and we have eight years of Clinton, which was... For, for our childhood purposes, like, I'm sure there was a lot of shady shit going on behind the scenes. With our, I know there was a lot of shady shit behind the scenes, but, like, for us, you know, we didn't see it. it like, everything looked all good. And then in 2000, you get Bush Jr., W., yeah. and then all of a sudden we're starting wars with people we don't even need to be starting wars with. And then, like, we're still fucking recovering from. Yeah. The economy takes a fucking tank. The housing market tanks. um like America loses like its five star like credit score or whatever, <laughs> and like it's just crazy, you know. And then like it's just like how does that just happen between like okay, you have eight years like almost a whole decade of like all right everything's running smooth, then all of a sudden it just fucks up again, you know. Right. Like, and then eight years before it, you know, everything was like on a downturn again. It's just like those generational curses. And like if if Crowley is Barbara Bush's dad and George Bush's granddad. Like, it makes sense, you know? Because, like, chaos and destruction followed him throughout his life.
1: Let me throw this out there now that we're, like, on that whole thing. Uh, So, George Bush Sr., George Bush W., and George Bush Jeb. Jeb Bush. And I don't know if there's other Bushes in there. Yeah, but, uh, there's a lot of bush going on. Yeah, <laughs> those bushes. Anyways, uh, they're uh, they're all in a fraternity called Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, yeah. And Skull and Bones is very influenced by Aleister Crowley, like, in their whole, like, their worship of death and their worship of, like, tying in, like, sexual things to death and, like, um, like... Like, they're forced to masturbate in, like, a... <laughs> this episode is not for children. <laughs> they're forced N-T-17. to masturbate inside of... Yeah. They have to, like, masturbate inside of a coffin. And, like, that's how you get in. Too. That's weird. Yeah, and, like, they have to... Apparently, like, they go through all these rituals where, like, they have to drink blood from, like, a skull. And, like, so there's a... You know, some of it isn't confirmed because they're very private. You know, those, and those are... Those secret are, societies. Yeah, I mean. and those are two presidents, like, confirmed presidents that were part of Skull and Bones. And like, also, at one point in history, we had two presidential candidates that were running and they were both in Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. And that's Um, John Kerry and George W. Yep. And they were going up against each other and when that question gets brought up to them, they're like, oh, you know uh, what, gentlemen don't talk about that kind of stuff. Oh, we don't talk about that. Oh, you know, it's kid stuff. But you can tell it's like a big thing when you have multiple presidents that are all in this fraternity and, it's well-funded, and, like, they're into all this creepy shit, and apparently they go around um, stealing the bones of, like, really, like, powerful men in history. Like, they have the bones of Geronimo. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, this giant lawsuit, but, the, like, the lawsuit, they're just so well-funded, they have the best lawyers, like, so that lawsuit can just keep going on forever. Yeah. So, like, the Native Americans always want those bones back, and they're like, oh, well, You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're just like, oh, well, like, those bones are, like, official property of, like, so, like, we can't give them back now, because, like, (laughs) so there's just, like, all this shit now that's, like, and there's some, like, we don't know what you're talking about, like, are you sure these are Geronimo's bones? Because we just have bones, and, like, so, yeah, they're into some creepy shit. You keep looking over my shoulder like there's a demon standing behind me.
0: No, it's funny like like when we start talking about this stuff like I'm looking because there's a fish tank right like, right behind you, huh. and like one of my fishes is like they it's like swimming like in a very like upright. I see it.
1: What the hell? It's like swimming sideways.
0: Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing ever. I've never seen it do that before.
1: Wait, is there another one on that side doing it? Yeah. Two over doing it. I
0: don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Okay, now he stopped. Now that he knows that I'm looking at him. <laughs> weird, weird, There's a lot of weird shit going uh, on. Man. Uh,
1: we're going next topic we're talking about shoes the entire time. Yeah, Cortez's. Damn. This, uh, I thought this was going to be a fun topic, like funny. I was like how these do jokes. Do, right? do, 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 yeah.
0: Well, it's like I guess it's like Pennywise the clown like it's in theaters. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. it oh, you it, did? Is it good? Dude, it's hella good, dude. I need to watch it. It's like watching Stranger Things, but better. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's not scary. Like, you're not going to fucking, like, piss your pants or anything like that. Like, but maybe I'm just a thug like that. And, like, scary oh. movies just don't scare me. But even my girlfriend, she was just like, I liked that movie a lot. It wasn't scary, but I liked it a lot, so.
1: I'll probably go see it Tuesday. Yeah. When see- it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so. Daddy's got bills. Yeah. Anyways, back to Alistair Crawley. <laughs> And these satanic fish. Um, I don't know. I mean, you just, as you see him like tied into like powerful people in history and like his influence with like John Lennon and Led Zeppelin and like large, large politicians and authors. I don't know. He's he's one of those underrated guys in history where like he's so influential, but people don't really know who he is. Controvert, notoriously controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, and, um, Do you know how he died? Uh, Didn't he die of, like, syphilis or something like that? No, he started becoming, like, really addicted to heroin. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he, like, starts losing all his money. He gets, like, addicted to heroin. He basically, like, dies, like, without any money and, like, addicted to heroin. And, like, just, like, 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 no, like, he didn't have, have family around him anymore at that point. Like, everyone had, like, walked away from him. He was just, like... So, like, And a lot of people tie that into that ritual that he did in his mansion where it's like, oh, that was those demons getting back to you. Like, yeah. that's what you get because your your, down, your cockiness was your downfall. So, Yeah,
0: I, I, and Ozzy talks know. about that too, like, in, it, in that Mr. Crowley song. Like, I I was like, okay, okay, what, the, what the hell is Ozzy Osbourne talking about in this song or whatever? So, right. like, because, I mean, obviously that's, like, where I'm – that's my starting point right there. Like, he kind of says the same thing. He's just like – he starts the song off like Mr. Crowley – like what? What was the big deal about you? What went on in your head? You you fooled other people with magic, and then at the end, it's just like you know he makes a reference to once you ride that white horse, which you know is cocaine or back in the you know Crowley's time, you know that was heroin. Yeah. You know which, would, yeah, you brought that up. Yeah, he was addicted to heroin, and he just kind of just dismisses them as just like okay, you are just like this figure, and that's what one thing I want to bring up too is like do you think this was a person that was um, legitimately like invoking like all these spirits and legitimately like you know doing these like legit rituals or do you think he was just like a rich brat that was just bored with like all the like cause I, like when you, look, when you look at it like with very rich people yeah. and it's funny you brought up like Bram Stoker you know and all these you know, you know rich politicians and things like that like I feel like like the rich the more money you get like the more you start delving like into different hobbies like i'll even use myself for example like when i was just living at home with my mom and going to college like i had like two hobbies which was just like illegally downloading music off napster <laughs> 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 and playing guitar like off, you know like those was the only two hobbies i had and then just everything else was like schoolwork and, and work you yeah. know and then you know once i got like a, a big boy job you know i started like okay i'm gonna I'm gonna buy a fish tank. I'm gonna learn how to like keep you know like exotic fishes and piranhas and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I start doing that. And Then I start getting into like um, bonsai. You know, like when I bought my house, like there's a lot of bonsai plants here. And I'm like, yeah. oh, let me study bonsai. Let me do this. You start like getting into all these things, and like I feel like the more money you have, like the more you know hobbies you get into, like and then you get bored of them, and so you need. It's like chasing like that high, like that that that, you know, like, that thrill, you know, like, well, I've already been to Disneyland, what's, what's, what's better than Disneyland, you know, like, oh, Disneyland France, then once you go to Disneyland France, where, where do I go next for that next, like, adrenaline brush, like, do you think he was legitimately, like, um, like, this, like, medieval sorcerer kind of thing, or was he, um, an artist? Yeah, or is he just a bored-ass rich
1: dude? Honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, I I think in his mind, he 100% believed everything he was saying. And and I think, like, the empowering part of it, and I think that that's what it draws a lot of musicians and, like, politicians and, like, skull and bones people, like, the empowering part of it is really intriguing. Like, the whole, like... like Do what thou wilt. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people, like, start living by that, and, like, once you feel that empowered... Like it's kind of hard to turn back to like just like. Well, I'm gonna go back to my mundane life now. <laughs> like
0: I'm Dave from accounting.
1: Yeah, it's just like. Um, I don't know. I like I like that you know I like that about him and I like the fact that he was like don't don't just take my word for it. Go out and find the truth for yourself. I like that as well. On the flip side. I think a lot of it's like complete bullshit. Like you know when he goes to Egypt and he does like the, like his big ritual there with his wife and like, I'm like first of all that's some shit that like a super rich person can get away with. Like, yeah. The fact that you're like hanging out in these like in, in Egypt e- Egyptian ruins and like, like that's when he starts dressing like a pharaoh. So like it, sometimes you'll like Google his images and he's dressed like all Egyptian out yeah. or whatever. And I'm like oh god, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cringeworthy. But, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know it's kind of hard to to, to know really because like I do think that he comes across as that spoiled rich brat that's just like just was given everything in life and now now like it's kind of like he believes his own shit so much that, yeah. it's, that it's almost fact like I don't know like, he, once he start believing a lie so much Like, the lie almost becomes true. Yeah. And I feel like that's where he lies, like, in that middle ground that's, like, of, like... It's almost up for interpretation. uh. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, too, with, um, you know, there could be a lot to take away from... You said, like, he had a lot of, you know, poetry and uh, written word that, you know, that you said, you know, that, hey, don't just take my word for it. You know, go out there and believe it. Which I think, you know, that, that those are noble... Um, ways of life But you know Am I gonna buy Like a fucking mansion Like on, and, let, Let's just take me For example Let's say I fell into A bunch of money Like am I gonna Fucking buy a mansion On fucking Salt Lake And like start <laughs> doing, That sounds cool though Fuck no I, <laughs> I, I mean No offense To anybody That lives out in Utah I, I have family That lives out there too But it's just like no. Nah. But like am I gonna Buy like a mansion Out like in On this great Salt Lake And start like Committing like All these like Ancient like <laughs> rituals of you know open up a gate to hell like no fuck if I'm gonna do anything like with super badass money I'm gonna go buy the fucking fucking Lakers or whatever like you uh, know like I'm gonna
1: invest it in something like I can like why not both how do you know the Laker ownership doesn't that's own true man skull and bones man
0: it's true uh, I don't know explains a lot
1: but I, I don't know I just to me I just think like it's maybe he's a little bit mentally ill I don't know I think that's the other thing. I think towards the end, once he starts fucking around with drugs, I think he does become, like, really, like, fucking, like, fried. Yeah. I feel like that's... That was, like, when he gets into, like, really dark shit, and I feel like the Church of Satan doesn't, like, follow him. And, like, once people stop following him, and it's just, like, that's some of his, like, crazy writing that you'll find where he's just, like, his poetry's really fucking weird, and it's, like... This isn't even like interesting anymore. Like you're now you're just like a heroin addict. Yeah. Like you just a junkie. Yeah. I don't know. But it, which
0: okay, here's one thing I thought of. Remember on an earlier podcast I was telling you about that ghost story about how, you know, when we moved into my mom's house yeah. you know, initially. Well, like they were they were like Satan worshippers. And another common thing with them too is that they were also heroin addicts. Like Oh, yeah. Maybe the heroin. There's maybe it's something to do with the heroin that has something to do with that. Yeah, because I mean, anybody that's ever smoked weed or drank or um, I mean, that's or done caffeine. I mean, those are the like the big drugs that I've like experimented in my life. Everything's a little bit different. Like when you like smoke like weed or you ingest like an edible or something like that. Like you start like deeply thinking about things like in your life. You know, you start examining like friendships, relationships. Um, Things you could be doing, you know, it's a very mental thing, like, where you just get, like, super laser-focused, or and you just become real chill. When you're drunk, you just become, like, this whole other, like, sloppy, like, happy person. Or unless you're, like, an angry drunk, you become a real violent person or whatever. But um, maybe there's something to do with heroin that makes you believe, like, all these, like, um, spiritually evil things, you know. It just takes you down that dark road. Which you look at people, like, who... um, What I'm trying to do is, like, you know, bring it all back to, like, mental illness. Um, You look at um, people like Kurt Cobain, um, Chris Cornell, who back in the day, I I guess he also had a heroin addiction. Those are all people, too, that also suffered from depression. Yeah. You know,
1: and... Well, heroin gives you, like, a really... Like, high, high. And that's yeah. what's so deadly about it, that the minute you're off of it, you're trying to get back on it. And you can never get back to that initial, like, high. Yeah. You're also, because you, you're becoming immune to it. So, you know, I could see how people, someone suffering from depression, like, would become addicted to that extremely fast. Faster than, like, someone who wasn't. I'm like super depressed all the time.
0: And that's what I kind of think is hap- that happened with him, you know. Like he, he was this very, you know, intelligent person. Because first of all, to get into like Oxford or whatever, I mean, that's like no joke, kind of yeah. like college. But you see that too, you know. I remember I took a psychology class at Cal State, you know, and um, one of the topics was depression, you know. And like the teacher was like, hey, this is no joke, you know. I used to have it myself and she goes, you can go down two paths, you know, and let's let you know, like, I'm here for you, you know, like, here, you know, like, and this is, like, a teacher that's, like, teaching all these concepts, you know, psych about psychology or whatever, and, um, she, like, left, she goes, if anyone has, like, of course, like, questions about schoolwork, you know, feel free, you know, come by, but if you have, like, serious, like, questions about, like, you know, your own depression or whatever, like, come see me, and I guess, like, that was, like, a big thing at that time, like, um, when I was going to Cal State, you know, I guess there was a lot of depression around or whatever but um i guess too like i mean maybe he was even though he was rich and you know spoiled or whatever maybe he to me like when i'm looking trying to piece everything together like why did he get so into all these things why did he was so into magic and like all these different things was he just bored or was he depressed and trying to find happiness somewhere you know yeah and may i mean and i think that's my theory on it yeah, that, you know, you know, he had some kind of mental illness and I kind of lean towards depression. I kind of see all, like, when I look at everybody, you know, from afar, you know, like celebrities and whatnot, yeah. I see, I see that, that same pattern in him.
1: Yeah, okay, it's, here's, here's my thing. I, I kind of like where you're going with this topic yeah. now because, like, um, I know that, like, you know when people say, like, oh, you need to find Jesus kind of thing, you know, like, Yeah, I feel like that that is like a natural progression of like of people people that kind of deal with depression or whatever. You know, like every time you know a lot of times you'll hear like people like lose a family member or something, and they become very like involved in religion or something like that. Yeah, and I feel like that that's just kind of like a natural like human way of trying to deal with with anything in life anything that's difficult like you want to find something that's larger than yourself yeah and I feel like with him you know he obviously went into like really dark shit like you mm-hmm. know well, when he started to like summon demons and stuff like that you know so I, I could totally see that you know like I can see that because that's such a human response you know people get into church people like there's people that are like hardcore addicted to church to the yeah. point where it's like that's almost not healthy as well like you're yeah. kind of like Taking it to an unhealthy level
0: yeah you're not even there for like the right reason
1: yeah yeah and so like um yeah i could definitely see that i never thought about it that way but yeah i could see how like you know with all that wealth and like i'm sure he had a lot of yes men around in his life growing up and like he probably wasn't that happy with with uh his upbringing because i think his dad left his mom pretty early like in his childhood
0: yeah, I know there was some issue. I read about it, too. Like, he had some issue with his father where he was, you know, pretty much didn't give a fuck about him anymore.
1: Yeah, his 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 wealth came from his dad. And I think his either his dad passed away or his dad left his mom. Something right there some, happened. Something with his dad. So I
0: can I, s- And I could see that triggering that, too. Because yeah. um, I know for me, personally, not to get, you know, too personal. But I remember the, the darkest time of my life is, you know... I had two grandparents that I was very close to, very strong pillars in my life, passed away like almost consecutively like within, you know, like, within a year of each other. And like rapidly too, like sudden, like my grandpa passed away of a heart attack doing yard work. And then almost like nine months later, my grandma passed away from cancer, like just it ate her up, like just almost immediately. Yeah. And then like in between those two times, like I had, I was in a relationship. And, you know, that, you know, long story short, caught her cheating with one of my bosses. And, like, I just remember just being in this, like, really dark place, you know. this really, like, almost bipolar, depressed place, you know. And You either come out at the other end, you know, a better person. Yeah. Like, where you find your rock bottom and you're like, okay, I never want to be there again. And I think that's, like, where I got, like, really into health and, like, trying to be, you know, More conscious, you know, going to the gym a lot and stuff like that. Trying to, like, oh, okay, I never want to be in that spot ever again. Or you go the other direction. Yeah. My uncle, um, he went the other direction. Speaking of heroin, I mean, he got really addicted to heroin at that time. Because he was living with my grandpa. And he got so into heroin after my grandfather died. And then when his mom died, my grandma, he got even more into it. To the point where, you know, my... My other uncle had to go up there and like stay with him for a month and like, you know, rebuild his life, you know, like his door was like off the hinges and he lived in Utah and it was in the middle of winter and, you know, it gets, you know, it snows there, like fucking two feet of snow over there. He had no door on his front door, you know, he was just in this really dark ass spot and, you know, he didn't have anything else to go there was like a dead pit bull, I guess like some drug dealer was living with him and there was a dead pit bull like living in, like in his house or whatever and he never got rid of it or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, he just was in this like horrible spot. And I mean, depression is a motherfucker. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, you can go one, like I said, one of two ways with it. You know, you can go how I came out the other end of it and, or you can come out the way my uncle did. You know, and it's just like, I can see that happening. You know, his father died, it was a, a relatively young age, right? Yeah. And maybe that spiraled that, you know, lifelong mental illness. Yeah.
1: Huh. Yeah, I... Dang, that was deep, man. I I gotta admit, that was pretty deep. Actually, kind of like... Man, that was really deep. (laughs) Because I remember remember you going through all that stuff, but at the same time, I probably didn't, like, really, like, realize how intense something like that is. Because, you know, recent... Not to open up my, like, life up uh, too much, but, like, one of the reasons that I really wanted to do this podcast was because I would say, like, uh, like a year and a half ago to two years, that's when I lost my dad to cancer, and then months later, after dealing with that, uh, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, so, like, that was already, like, two back-to-back blows, and, like, I had shut my... I, I kind of, like, cut you guys all out. Like, I, I yeah. would see you guys, but I would not really hang out with you guys. It was really tough for me to, like, be around friends. And I felt like that was kind of, like, a really dark era in my life where I was just, like... I had started a new job. And I started working for your... I better not say what company I work <laughs> for. I started a new job, and... Um, and I just felt really depressed there, like, all the time where I was just, like, man, like, this sucks. Like, I, I really... I really don't like coming to work. I don't, I don't like going home because going home is, like, way darker and, like, didn't really have friends at the time. Not that you guys weren't around, but I kind of, yeah. like, cut you guys out. Yeah. And, like, you know, even, even I don't know, just more recently, like, I just started trying to be like, you know what? I, I, I definitely want to make that, like, effort to just be more social because I, I that's something I never really tried in I was like, let's do this podcast. Let's do all these things. Like, I was just like, let's just fucking do it now. Yeah, like, and and that's like the in in a large
0: spot, you know. Like my point on it is just like, yeah, you, you when something like that happens or things like events like that happens, you know, you do hit that dark spot in their life. Like you you come out of come out of it any which way. And that you know, Mister Crowley, yeah. I and mean, maybe that's what happened too. You know, what some people never come out of. You know, and I know there's a lot of residue that I deal with. You know, I'm a filthy fucking asshole yeah. <laughs> now. I don't even like people saying hi to me at the gym. Yeah. You know, uh, but like maybe that you know that was his lifelong scar. You know, like he might have had everything in in life. You know, uh, physically. You know, due to his wealth, but emotionally, you know, maybe he didn't have it all. And you know, maybe that this was just him a pathway to find like that. You know, high. You know, that emotional high that, you know, he later went to heroin for. So, I I, I don't know. I can't say for sure. You know, this guy died well before my grandpa was even born. So, it
1: was like, who knows? He's an interesting dude, man. Yeah. I'll say that. Like, of all the things I've seen on him, all the research I've done on him, like, he's just an interesting guy. And, like, one thing always leads to another with him. You know, if you start reading a little bit of his books, just like, Earth, like, just like... Just little things about his books, just like, are really intriguing. Just because they don't sound that crazy once, when you're actually, like, in them, like, just going down that rabbit hole. They don't sound that crazy, but at the same time, like, next thing you know, you're like, talking about demons and shit. Like, yeah, and like, and then yeah, it is fucking crazy. Yeah. So, again, he could be just a really, really good con artist. And, like, he knows how to walk people down these, like, trails of, like, hey, this isn't that crazy. Next thing you know, you're, like, yeah. fucking a dog or something like yeah. Like, I don't know. It might just be. I guess the moral of this podcast is,
0: like, <laughs>
1: <coughs> don't fuck a dog. Don't fuck dogs, please. No. Anyway, we're big uh, SPCA fans, so. Yeah. I donate regularly. but to SPCA. Ah, oh, fuck satanic flag just I fat- got attacked t- by a satanic flag <laughs> Spade into your pets yeah but anyways man do you have any more you want to add about this uh, that's it I will say this I, I wanted to do this uh if anyone has like topics that you guys want us to talk about yeah I do want to hear that yeah cause I'm open to like talk about whatever yeah. usually we spend some time like trying to discuss on what what we should talk about but I don't know like I mean we're open to anything. This is how this podcast even, like, became a
0: thought. Like like I said, I've said another podcast before. It was just, like, this whole podcast is just based off of, like, long car rides to work that we used to take. So it's just, like... And we would have conversations about any topic. I mean, yeah. I have something to say about everything, even if I don't... These these podcasts aren't meant to be, like, you know, educational lectures. I mean, you probably, yeah. you probably learned something from this podcast. You probably didn't. You probably we just said a bunch of stuff that... You probably already knew, but at the same time, we just hope, you know, to entertain you and just
1: be that, uh, yeah. you know... And, and if you can't tell, we it's not like we sat and did, like, hours and hours and hours of research on this. Because those are kind of boring. Like, I don't being, I don't like being talked at. Like, I like being talked to, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I want this to feel like those road trips or whatever, like those drives to work where I would just be like, Hey, Jacob, you know who Alistair Crawley is? And then we would just talk about that. That I, I want that, like, the... Uh, organic feel to exactly. it. Exactly. So. Because, I mean, I don't...
0: I mean, I could jump on, like, Google right now. and start Googling everything. But, you know, hey, what fun is that? But, hey, like I said, if you guys have any topics you guys want us to talk about, I'm, I'm open to everything. You know, political, religious, yeah. you know. And we might not always agree on it. Nutritious. But, yeah, nutritious. Delicious.
1: That's it. That's all the issues. I yeah. Have. Booty-licious. Yeah. I <laughs> got a lot of booty. But... I don't
0: know. <laughs> Anyways, with that said, good night, everybody.
1: Good night. That was a random one. Yeah, it was. I liked it though. It was cool. It was cool. I liked that it didn't stay on one, one topic, topic too long. Oh, I.